Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. And I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host. Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, the holiday seasons are coming, and we're going to talk about avoiding the Thanksgiving blues. You know, uh, we've got some blues right now because I lost my wonderful husband of 60 years, and Heidi lost her dad. So we are rolling into Thanksgiving with early losses, as I know many of you are. So Heidi, let's talk to people about how they can decrease their anxiety, deal with grief and loss during these holidays. My dad died three weeks ago. It's very new. So I wasn't sure if I wanted to do this, but um, I guess I haven't really, I've tried not really to think about it right now, but I guess I need to. Um, Yeah, I definitely want to make sure that there's a trip that I pay tribute to him. And I'm sure there'll be some great moments and happy moments. And I'm sure it'll also be emotional. So paying tribute, maybe giving a toast to him, to letting people, like having people go around the table and say what they, what they miss about him um, and what they learned from him. I don't know, words of wisdom he would give us. I always like words of wisdom. I mean, at his, at his memorial service, I said, if he was alive today, he'd want us to stay open to hope. And I know that he does want us to stay open to hope. So that's what I keep leaning on. Um, and I think trying not to get ahead of ourselves, like just it, like be in the moment in the day, because I think for me, the hardest thing about not having my dad here is that I keep thinking that he's never going to be here again. And I keep thinking about my future without him. And when I go into those spaces, I get really overwhelmed. So I think just trying to stay in the present with everybody. I'm thinking about when I've got, uh, gotten overwhelmed, as I said, I was, Phil and I were together for 60 years. Mm-hmm. When I start feeling that anxiety rising in my body, thinking about Thanksgiving, I uh, like to do some yoga. If, uh, you know, I go to the mat and lay down and do some stretching. And I don't even think you have to do yoga, Heidi. I think that you can get a strap or a belt and just lift your feet up in the air and have them go back and forth. And um, if you know some of the poses, you can do child poses. I really find that that calms me down a lot when I'm thinking about the holidays coming. And also I think uh, drinking is really important, water water. Yeah. Well, well, when you're crying, you're losing a lot of water. I guess I want to say something about yoga. I've been doing yoga for a long time. You got me into yoga many years ago after my brother died. And I've noticed, you know, I've been doing yoga for years and, and when you're grieving or in a bad space, it's normal to cry when you're doing yoga Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of heart openers. So I've noticed since my dad has died that I am crying a lot doing yoga. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. yoga opens you up. So just to let you know that that's a normal thing and not to get overwhelmed by it, it's normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and I, like you said, drinking a lot of water is important because we get dehydrated because we're losing a lot of tears. We're losing water. My good friend, David Daniels, who is a psychiatrist who, uh, in, at Stanford has re- uh, passed away a few years ago, he used to make the comment, people said, well, I cry and cry and cry when I think about him. And he says, that's fine. Nobody ever, ever dies of dehydration from crying. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. Yeah, so don't be afraid. Okay, well, I find it's really important for me right now to ask for help. 
and to accept help, not even ask, because I found people are stepping up, talking mm -hmm. about Thanksgiving, um, what they are going to do, they're planning it. Uh, I'm really um, not involved with the planning this year, which, uh, you know, sometimes I'd feel like, well, I've got to do something. But this year, I'm just trying to relax and let it happen. I think that's good, Mom. We want to take care of you, too. <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day, I mean, because, you know, Thanksgiving can be overwhelming in and of itself, even on a good day, you know, cooking and planning and doing all these things for people is a lot. Mm -hmm. So I think just letting people do for you, that's hard for you and me because we are psychologists and we're used to helping and taking care of everybody else and being the solution. Mm -hmm. So like you said, sometimes just stepping back and not doing that is hard mm -hmm. and it's important to do. And to be able to say no. Yeah. You know, to people who want you to do other things like um, we were supposed to be on a, a major television project that was going on mm -hmm. and we had to say no. Um, I had to say no because it wasn't a good time for me. And that was kind of hard to say no. But, you know, why overpressure yourself? You know, um, maybe it's a good time to get, plan new traditions. You know, when uh, Scott died, uh, we did the first year we went through the whole process of Thanksgiving and Christmas and you know sometimes you're going to have to do it because you've got little kids you've got other family members that don't understand if we can't have the holidays because somebody died right, right Heidi well I have a 15 year old and she loves Christmas and she also loved her grandfather um and I also have a 22 year old now I don't think he'd care as much about not having Christmas but she'd be devastated um, so, you know, we would definitely do that. Like you said, sometimes you, you step up and you, you have to be positive if you can, as much as you can on that day for, for your children. Mm -hmm. But you're on your own and you, you know, maybe you just do something different this year. You know, one year when Phil was sick, I missed Christmas entirely. Yeah. And it was interesting because I was at the hospital and my kids all went off to Hawaii and I was alone at the hospital with him. And he was ill enough that we didn't really celebrate Christmas. And you know what? The next day or the day after, I'm like, wow, I didn't celebrate Christmas and I'm fine. Right. Well, I've had we years where we put Christmas on a different day because yeah. we were on an airplane on Christmas. Yeah. And people were yeah. like, what? You're celebrating it on the 23rd? I'm like, yeah, so what? I mean, and they with, were kind of horrified. And with Thanksgiving, it's the same thing. I mean, it's it's the one day. It may be your very, very special day. So um, know your limits. And let, let's talk about gratitude on Thanksgiving, because one of the things that we know, Heidi, right, is research shows. Talk about gratitude. Well, research shows that gratitude is not one of the number one ways to feel better. But I think gratitude is hard when you have an early loss, mm -hmm. um, because you, you know, it's hard to figure out what you're grateful for. Now that Scott's been gone so long, I mean, I'm definitely grateful for the 17 years that he was on the earth. And I'm grateful that I had all this time with dad, my dad, mm -hmm. you know, but um, it's hard to sometimes come up with gratitude if it's early, I think it's, it's harder, mm -hmm. but it does help you the quickest. It helps you the most. I mean, just being in the room with people that you care about. Well, I think, you know, we were talking about uh, yoga, but exercise is really important, like walking. And I'll have to say that uh, my husband, Heidi's dad, had trouble walking and he, and he died with a staph infection uh, 
as a result of back surgery because he couldn't walk. He was having trouble walking. So I have to say that when I go out and walk, I kind of walk for both of us and I kind of am grateful that I can walk. Right. You know, sometimes you just have to be grateful that you can see, that you can breathe, that you can walk and start with your own body rather yeah, than I agree. projecting out. I totally agree. And, and don't take things for granted in your body. If you're going to do Zoom with your family, um, there are some things that I would suggest because I know we've all been in a lot of Zoom, but I would suggest that you make sure to figure out how to take turns because, um, you know, speaking or whatever, because sometimes people don't get a chance to talk and all that. So, you know, going around and saying uh, maybe uh, what you're grateful for or something. I, I like what you did, Heidi, uh, when we did some things for dad, where you had everybody to go around and say, if they, if he was giving a piece of advice, what would it be? Because that's yeah. really pretty funny. I like that. Yes. If that person that you loved was here, what would they say to you right now about getting through this? And right. like you said, you might have to have a point person that leads it and says, okay, everybody, we're going to start with the oldest and then go down to the youngest or whatever, however you want to do it. Because otherwise, Zoom sessions sometimes can just be everybody talking over everybody else. Yeah. And, and let people know in advance because there's some people that hate Zoom sessions for that specific reason because, mm -hmm. you know, everybody's talking over. So you might want to plan it a little bit, have somebody in charge. You can give a toast. Everybody, you know, can have a little glass and, and give a toast to like um, the Thanksgiving or the person who's gone or whatever you like the toast for. And then also it might be fun to have some virtual trivia kind of stuff like what was the best dish you ever ate on Thanksgiving and have that question out or have you, uh, have you ever had a Thanksgiving fiasco, you know, if you want to have little jokes about it or if you could invite some famous person to dinner, who would it be? what's your most thankful year? Um, what do you hope to be most thankful for on future Thanksgivings, you know, after COVID? Because, and maybe talk about why this is a tough one. Yeah, and I like, um, what's the funniest memory you have about the person that died? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. Too. That can change things and make people laugh and change energy a little bit too. I, I uh, remember Heidi's daughter years ago, we left it, we went around the table and said, what are you thankful for? Remember, and she said she was thankful for the asteroid that hit the earth because it killed <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so hopefully you'll have some laughs and, and funny things, Thanksgiving and some heartfelt things. Remember, you can always light a candle together too. And, and let me say that I think it's important if you're getting together and maybe in the morning or whenever you might, or in the evening, you might want to light a candle to that person yourself and leave it there because you may want to acknowledge them more than your get together group does. So uh, I think that can be something important to do at Christmas and Thanksgiving. So everybody, thanks for joining us. And Heidi and I want you to know that we are sad but we're getting along and we have such a great support system through Open to Hope. It's amazing. And I want to say how grateful I am to everybody in our whole community during this holiday season and during Thanksgiving. Absolutely. We have a wonderful community at Open and, to Hope. Uh, yep. Yeah. And Heidi and I want to, again, always say to you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours and the Open to Hope community until you find your own and have a safe Thanksgiving and holidays.
Thanks for watching and God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.